Mga listeners of Pinoy Australiano, magandang buhay sa iyo lahat. Kakagising ko lang, I'm just working up. Kinising ako ng aso ko. My dog worked me up. She's licking me now. And I thought to myself, almost immediately, like a lightning bolt to the third eye. Oy, stop kissing, oy. Tama na. Um, sorry, the dog is kissing me right now. <laughs> I thought, am I really that busy? Am I really that caught up in the daily grind? That I have to talk into a smartphone about my thoughts of being a Filipino-Australian and not actually be able to have this conversation with other Filipino-Australians. I don't know, guys. I think I'm Balil. I think in 2017, we're just bloody crazy. I mean, you know, I follow Filipino vloggers. I follow... I don't listen to Filipino um, podcasts, but no, maybe I should. Um, you know, I follow people, you know, dancers, b-boys, b-girls, graffiti artists, just, just general people. I follow them through apps, and I'm really, really interested, intrigued in in what they have to say and what they have to do. It's an addiction, baby. It, yeah, no classing buhayon, guys. What kind of lifestyle is that? <laughs> Where it's like your day-to-day life is parang parang slot slot machine, parang pokies. You know, it's like it's just numbers and letters and symbols scrolling up and down like constantly flashing by your eyes in the hopes that you're gonna win the jackpot but like what are you gonna get man what are you gonna get there what are you gonna get from that it's uh quite a heavy thing to wake up to in the morning but good morning sayulahat if you're out there, if you're uh, listening in live, if you're not a uh, a listener, back you. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're gonna talk about some other shit. Peace. Oh, ayun guys. So. Meron na palang feature, bagong feature. There's a new feature here on Anchor. We can get them to transcribe your segments. That's pretty crazy, hey. Like, now you can read the subtitles of someone's podcast. And you're not like, I mean, there's just too many things. There's so many, so many, so many. And the, the many 
kaya natin i-follow. There's so many people you can follow and 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 subscribe to and like and and all and all that. That I, unless you know it's your unless it's your style, unless it's really like your field of study, you're probably not really going to. Well, at least for me. Wala, may tao. May tao dito siya. Oh. Your foods have have been delivered. Some nice healthy healthy meals. Some healthy meals being delivered for the family. Anyway, excuse that interruption. What were we talking about? We were talking about following people. Hello. Doing those, you know, unless it was your field of study, then um, if it's not your field of study, then you're not really gonna like peer that deeply into any one person and get to know them or get to like learn something substantial from them, so to speak. You know, because if you're not learning, then you know then you're teaching and if you're not teaching then you're learning you know like to an extent yeah but what's crazy is that you know someone like Gary Vaynerchuk and I I, I watch him intermittently he talks about how people want to connect and it kind of makes sense to me man like I hate I bloody hate Aussie radio like they just talk but they talk shit that's not related to me and i guess in a sense this show is is also the same it's like you know unless you like my voice <laughs> or you're filipino australian this show probably doesn't apply to you but that being said now you have more choice back in the day you only had whatever stations there were there were on fm radio and then that was it but now you can go and search for anything under the sun almost and someone's got some something to say about it and i think it's that sort of interpersonal personal connection with social media um that people are yearning for like you know my space eventually just went under I don't think Facebook will, but Facebook is like, you know, some people I think are tired of just <laughs> having their lives run by Facebook and social media, you know. And I don't know, I'm just saying, you know, like I've woken up, I'm sore and tired from um, training yesterday. I try to do some spins, you know, so I'm feeling the fatigue muscle fatigue and i drove uber until like 1 30 a.m and i wake up with these deep thoughts <laughs> i'm troubled by social media Grabe. anyway i'm talking to myself i'm talking to a screen if you're out there calling it gets a bit lonely out here in anchor land <laughs> Shoutouts to uh, Hustle Cannabis. Hope you well. Renabs, nasangka. 
Hugot Radio, where are you guys? Tawag. I'll see you guys soon. Stay tuned. So, yun, hoy guys. Um, I'm waking up now. And I'm gonna make me some Nescafe Blend 43. I've got some... Uh, Puso ng manok here for the doggies. I'm gonna chop it up, mix it with rice and carrots. You know, that's gonna be their pagkain, their food. Um, yeah, you know, the daily routine. But I was just gonna say, like, um, that despite this sort of, like, <coughs> uselessness, I feel some mornings just struggling to wake up <laughs> and then starting this this particular episode talking about social media you know I was thinking as I put what they reckon is just as addictive if not the same as cocaine my white sugar into my cafe I think Within the past week, no, within the past, two, actually, guys, within the past two months, I've drunk more instant coffee with so much white sugar that I think I'm gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> and that may not make sense to you guys, but uh, apparently, apparently, it is sugars more so than fats cholesterols and all these other things that we've been taught to believe are bad for our health you know refined carbs all of that all the things they made for low fat are actually more actually much much worse for you than a macronutrient like tabak like fat like here's like some two day old adobo you know, and I used um, organic coconut vinegar, but then I used the normal vinegar just to give it the that asim taste. You know, and I and I strewed that for two hours, and it was only right at the end that I put the 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 soy for flavoring. You know, mind you, I'd already put salt to season the meat, but you know, my my cooking's not that salty, and and anyone else around me would be like. <laughs> Oh, too much salt, that's not healthy, too much fat. But yo, yo, when I'd seen this stuff on social media, you know, what's good is people actually going from Facebook, doing these small posts and shares, to actually writing and making substantial length videos that are longer than 30 seconds, you know, maybe like 15 minutes hour hour and a half you know informative videos based on their research and providing really good information for people man i've said this at the episode before but like you know after following guys like kong tv will dasevich alodia Haley, what's her name is it colette is it Colette? She's also Macolette. <laughs> um, I think she's also a big, big brother participant. 
but the point I'm trying to make is that <clears throat> corny, real, whatever they are, like these guys are, are reaching out to a, to a massive audience of people. You could consider consider them influencers, or sometimes they call themselves that, and they can inspire change. You know, and like. Let's get even drama more dramatic here, hey. Actually, no, let's get dramatic here for the first time before the end of this segment. But I'm currently witnessing my mother sort of being a little incapacitated because of medicines that she takes. And it's fucked up, guys. You know, like, that's what the system's taught her. That's what her system has taught her. And she can't get out of it. So I'm looking for alternative means and other experts to help me out. Stay tuned. Hey, yo, guys. So, of course, you know, like, a lot of the, a lot of the things that I talk about on here at Anchor is really, when I think about it in hindsight, they are uh, concepts of the human <coughs> condition, yeah? They're not really, deep down, they're really about the human condition because at the end, I am not a person of color, I am a person. Because if I'm a person of color, then who is not a person of color? Do you know what I mean? Like, so, it's a whole nother you know, subject, political correctness and whatnot. But the main intention of this little segment is to talk about Puyat, yeah? So, of course, we have people that are lazy and we have people that are very hardworking. And then you've got people in between, people who've, who've got balance, maybe, or are complacent with just doing what they need to do to get where they want to go. So puyat means exhaustion, yeah? Like to become exhausted if I'm correct. <laughs> Don't quote me on that one, but my interpretation, my understanding of puyat is just you're exhausted, you know? And what I want to say about that is that I want to know if, as a Filipino-Australian, you've picked up this um, cultural sensibility, you know, let's try calling it that, I mean, cultural sensibility of exhaustion, where would that happen? That would happen in your work. So, even if you're hating your job, you're not really enjoying it. I mean, how many people can really say they enjoy their jobs? You know, like, just make money is just what you have to do to put food on the table, to get on with your life, etc., etc. But you're gonna work hard. You're gonna do that over time. You're gonna, you're gonna put yourself through the grind, basically, yeah? Is that inherent in a Filipino family, yeah? Of course, it is in every family, 
like I try to, to, to state in the disclaimer at the beginning of this segment but you know do you were you raised or do you have in your mind an image of your your parents and this feeling that wow these guys you know left their country to find greener pastures to have a dream to build their own home and most likely as is in the case of my parents want to bring the rest of their family too to bring themselves out of poverty and danger mind you when my parents came here that was during the Marcos regime and Marcos is being considered a dictator but I think at his peak you know he provided a lot of opportunities for people in the Philippines before going all crazy and <laughs> killing all his opposition and taking all the money and gold of the Philippines. You know, uh, that's a whole nother story in itself. But, you know. Well, let's just chuck in a fun fact, it might as well. The Philippines GTP, GDP G, what is it? Gross. Gross. I fucked this whole segment up. But basically, it was the same as Japan at one stage. And look where Japan is now. And look where Philippines is at now. But yeah, you know. Like whether it be through your exercise, through your hobby. Do Filipinos really subscribe? Or let's say Filipino Australians. Do you guys do you guys subscribe to being puyat? Getting puyat? for the things you want to do or is it just the word you use to explain when you're feeling tired and exhausted that's another one for you guys to think out there thank you very much for listening into this segment called Puyat Stay yeah hey guys we got a special guest in the butch is here he'll be talking about adobo with us very soon stay tuned that's what I mean I think you know I think it's I think it's that's what I want to do actually, you know what, to be honest, I'm glad we're having this conversation because when I've thought about going to use Tita Gloss apartment, yeah. it would be obviously to do something. Nobody uses the... that one, except Albert when he goes to Manila, yeah. there's no one there, but the thing, even he's there, the outside is pretty thing, and it's got a um, sofa bed that you can just crash. Yeah, well, you know, so I mean, from there at least, you know, if I'm going to do things dance related or creative yeah. related, I'm within a good accessible spot of, yeah. of, my, of Metro Manila. Really. But actually, I was thinking I want to go up to Mountain Province. I want to go and do things like um, there are some programs um, on season called uh, the perm they have permaculture programs mm -hmm. where you stay somewhere for a couple of months yeah. or some some programs even a whole year mm -hmm. where they study they stay, they study the the landscape mm -hmm. and how the the seasons affect it and yeah. where's the best place to plant at the rice terrace or Where's the natural rice spring? That's where you go. And go they to do. the roots and actually show you how to do that. Yeah. You, you know, she might stay there. Didn't you say you wanted to be an anthropologist? No, I mean, I wouldn't mind studying it. Only because of the, because of the, 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 the old anthropology is about um, 
studying indigenous people. While you're doing that as well, you go to Sagada. Sagada, you can see the That's things of the Igorot where they have the uh, hanging, um, hanging coffin. Yeah, and you do said. that and do this and do that. Yeah. And um, it'll be very good for you to actually do that. I actually thought about it because I'd seen one. I go, uh, I uh, YouTube'd, um benefits of Ampalaya mm. and then a GMA program came up from a long time. It was still three by four. Mm. Yeah, the sides were black. And they were talking about um, they were talking about but they got a a natural a naturopath naturopathist mm -hmm. talking about it and then he was talking about all the different ways you can use ampalaya. You know? mm -hmm. Then I thought, you know what, like what would it involve you know, because isn't it to study something something like that you'd probably have to go to UP. Like you could, you could do go IAL, you could do IAL. You can just go there if you want. Eerie, the rice is eerie. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's still in thing. You got family there anyway. Oh yeah. If you wanna do there? Go go there and study. It doesn't have. You don't have to be qualified to go there. You just tell them I wanna study this and the thing. Yes. Yeah. Just go there. That's it. I mean, you know, to do something like that. If there's already. It's hands on. Yeah. You know, it's hands on. But the other side would be to actually study the the theory behind why, mm -hmm. what, what. You know, what? Thailand, who is actually one of the biggest exporter of uh, thing now, Thailand, Taiwan, hmm. the rice culture, are all done in Erie, in, um, in, in Los Baños. Yeah. They all stuck there. Yeah. No. India even went in there so they can actually study. Yeah. And um, yeah. now they're doing it. It's just, just our government is so fucked. That's why it's not going yeah. anywhere. But all the rest who actually went in there mm. and the program was actually developed and done, mm. they're exporting rice. We are ex importing rice in the Philippines. I heard. Yeah. So, As opposed to before, we were exporting rice yeah. and tobacco. No. We used to... Tobacco was the main product in, in Tobao at the time. Oh. And we had two cooperatives there. It's yeah. called the Facoma. Yeah. And we used to export them to Cuba for their Havana cigars. Oh, that's right. I think I, I think I'd read about that. We actually used to do that. Yeah. We are we are the one who are actually the, the best tabacalera leaves from the Philippines. Exported to Fidel Castro. That's why they're good friends with the with the Marcoses the during the time. They had pictures together. Oh yeah? Yeah. Bloody hell. They used to do that during the sixties and the seventies. That's not right. You know, Havana Cuban cigar were actually from the Philippines. Yeah. That's an old connection. Yeah. It's there, you know. I don't know. What? It's so fucked up that's why even now. We have a president in there who actually is doing pretty good. I don't like his methods. I don't like killing. I don't like that. Yeah, but, but he's actually doing it good. Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, it's. I have this. Doesn't give a fuck with everybody about what yeah. <laughs> I love his address to parliament. No. It's the only reason why I like him because he doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. That's right. But at the same time, you know how many passengers I have when yeah. you start talking about politics. Yeah. You know, usually put it. You know, yeah. they're like, "Oh, your president. You know, what do you think about him? You know, like." <laughs> You know, he, he kills people, he kills innocent people, and I was just like, it's not that simple. So I'm here with Tito Butch, guys. Say what's up to Tito Butch. If you uh, like anything that Tito Butch says, uh, call it in. But uh, Tito Butch, um, welcome to the show. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> the show is called uh, Pino Australiano. It's that term I made up for Filipino-Australian. And 
I thought I'd get you in to talk about um, that story you told me about uh, living in Batanes as a, as a young person and uh, what it was like to eat adobo there. Oh, that's just a long time ago. This is um, way back before the 70s. So um, I was born and bred there. Um, we're not natives of Batanes, but it's the most beautiful place you'll ever see out there if you want to go to the Philippines. So put that in your bucket list. Batanes. It's Batanes. It's a beautiful place. Um, I didn't see any semblance of money. Um, anything that's connected to the Western world while I was there wow. until we left it in around 1972. Mm. And um, yeah, adobo, adobo. That's your um, Filipino national dish. Mm. And the way we um, cook it over there is the most basic one. We had vinegar. We didn't even use soy sauce. So right. we had vinegar, we had salt, we had um, garlic. And that's, that's, that's basics, basically it. Um, when you cook that already, um, you put it in a mason jar. And um, since we don't have any refrigeration, there's no electricity there at the time. There's no electricity, it's just basic way of living. And uh, you can preserve that for at least about a, uh, about, about a month if you want to and then we just eat that with rice that's it we we don't even have rice over there everything is actually flown in from 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 northern Luzon if you look at the map of the Philippines um, it's the tiny speck at the north closer to Taiwan than mainland Philippines so um, that, that's, that's how isolated the place was at the time but that's how uh, yeah so what's adobo by the way what is adobo yeah. what is adobo just about every Filipino loves adobo. From the call center agent with his packed Tupperware to the socialite lunching at the latest fusion place in Manila. You know, it's 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 even the number one um um what do you call this uh, menu in that um, place somewhere in New York now apparently. So um, I've no idea. I, I, I think that's basically it. Is that the one in Queens? No, there's one in Lower East, not, I think it's Lower East Side, but the one in Queens, yeah, I don't know the first one. So, um, yeah, there, there, well... Or is Lower East Side Queens, I don't know. Asian Fusion, you know, or um, Asian Fusion, uh, well, the Philippines actually coined that one. Because oh. we were under the Spanish, we were under the Chinese trades with Portuguese, you know. Americans, you've got Japanese for a lot of years, and uh, that's how we develop our culture at the moment. But uh, give you a history. This is the serious one. <laughs> history of the uh, history of adobo. Well, because we were under the Spanish rule for at least three centuries and a bit. Most of our uh, lexicon came from them anyway so adobo is from the word adubar that's a spanish word um, from adubar it became adobo well not exactly the spaniards have their own adobo dish that they both brought to the new world or that's that's the americas but when they arrived in the philippines they noticed that the filipinos uh, already had their own dish that they marinate in vinegar and garlic. 
we'll be back with Tito Butch here um, and we're talking about the history of adobo um, when I was in New York Tito Butch um, I was staying out in the Bronx and I was staying with a Puerto Rican and Dominican family and we went to the supermarket and I saw adobo dry mix at the Spanish section the Latin American section of the um, supermarket so what do you have to say about um, the Spanish way of adobo the Spanish that, that's where it came from um, adobo is from the Spanish word um, adubar, adubar which is uh, roughly translated um, to marinate mm. I think these um, I only did uh, 12 units of uh, Spanish subjects when I was in university and I didn't even attend any one of them so but I did pass <laughs> so um, that's just a rough translation well <coughs> From the Dubar, it became adobo. Well, not exactly. Mm. The Spaniards have their own adobo dish that they brought to the New World. Um, that's the Americas, guys. Mm. But when they arrived in the Philippines, they noticed that the Filipinos already had their own dish that they marinate in vinegar and garlic. By the way, those are the two basic components of your adobo. Mm. In 18, was it 18? No, 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 it's in earlier than that. In um, 1613, the Spaniards, specifically Father Pedro de Buenaventura, who wrote the very first Tagalog Spanish dictionary, called it Adobo de los Naturales, mm. or Adobo of the Natives, mm. which in turn became Adobo for short. But while our favorite Ulam's moniker boasts of a pure Spanish lineage, little else about our adobo can and should be attributed to our Hispanic conquerors. So uh, that's the history, guys. And uh, what's adobo exactly? What is it? Wow, oh, just about every Filipino loves adobo. From the call center agent with his packed Tupperware to the socialite lunching at the latest fusion place in Manila. There are different versions depending on what region of the Philippines you came from. So, uh, in English, adobo means vinegar braised. That's the other component of your adobo. So you've got your meat, which normally consists of your pork or your chicken. Mm. And then you have the seasoning of vinegar, mm. soy sauce, and you have your uh, garlic, pimienta, that's your uh, spice. And um, that's it, you, you mix them all, even the cut chunks of meat, and then sear them in hot fat or oil until they are brown. And um, bracing liquids such as vinegar and soy sauce, soy sauce, uh, that's toyo, um, that's from your um, the Chinese. Mm. From, from um, when you remember when I said about fusion? Mm. Well, everything comes in um, the thing and uh, when you have your pot of adobo, everything is there. So you have your Chinese influence, you've got your Spanish influence, mm. and your native Polynesian influence as well. Mm. Um, and all concocted in, them, in the Philippines um, during the prehistoric times. So, mm. uh, there you go, you know. Oh. Uh,
it, there's no right way or wrong way of cooking your adobo if you have those ingredients already mix them all and it really depends to whoever is eating it mm. so um as, as they say you know everyone's adobo is uh, the best so um try that um there's plenty in uh, youtube there's plenty in um you can buy even the book they're all international editions now and um Adobo, uh, Filipinos national dish. That's it. Or even ask your Filipino friend or the Filipino janitor or kitchen hand that you might know and ask them for uh, their adobo dish. You know, they might be kind enough to invite you to their house if they're so somewhat inclined to uh, express their Filipino isms here in Australia. But guys, uh, Thank you, Tito Butch, for um, joining us for this episode of Pinoy Straliano. My pleasure. See you soon, Tito. Bye.